This is the Steve Zabin Show. You don't know what the hell you're doing! On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. What the hell is he doing? Here he is, the Zabe. Well, you people are speaking. Apparently, the question on my poll today, how would you describe Earl Thomas having his brother in bed with him? Buck-ass naked while getting after it with their two side pieces. Is it cool? YOLO? Or depends on the size of the bed? Or C? Weird, brah. Nah. 86% of you say weird, brah. Nah. Okay. So be it. All right. Uh, oh, why did I post that twice? Oh, I guess there was a glitch, Scott. What do I do oh, now? I Help. I hate that. Help. It's uh, been posted twice. I'm... I've got I've got I've got contaminated data here. Two different polls on my Twitter feed. Damn it. Careful. Don't touch those polls. Don't touch those polls. Text lines open. 330-99. Zabe, jump on in whenever you want. You did find <clears throat> more tweets from the hacked Giannis Atentacumpo Twitter feed and oh my god. Talk about donuts on the front lawn. This was like when Paulie Walnuts Gets so enraged at Christopher, he goes and drives on to his new lawn in suburbia because Christopher is trying to go straight, have a wife and kids, and he's just like, oh, man. And he just starts driving. Here. I need to find that scene right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's bad. The one funny little thing about it was somebody joked, I bet his password was his last name. Because <laughs> <laughs> he probably thought, no one can spell my last name, except it's on every jersey. It's right. on the league website. It's in every box score. Yeah. 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 Attentive right. people, one, two, three. Oh, my. And, and there's, there's more than what I just sent you. He's adding Steph Curry. He's adding LeBron. He's adding the late Kobe Bryant. Come on, man. It's it, mm-hmm. obviously, they're all, all that stuff's taken down. Giannis uh, doing due diligence today. Somebody tweeted uh, his, his, his way to get back at these people just rivals his effort to, you know, come back and play defense because he's that – his hustle, Zabe. He's a hustle machine. Whose way to get back at what people? Giannis, the way he stepped on all this stuff super quick, or at least attempted to, man, all about hustle. Who's ever in charge of his Twitter oh, account? God, Quick on this. recovery. Yes. Well, how long do you think it uh, – how, how long do you think it was in enemy hands? It appears to be. Do you have the picture of the first one I sent you? Because this this lasted. Really, maybe maybe I should maybe this, I should. This this uh, ran, this rampage lasted how long? Um, uh, let's see. Four seconds ago. Two minutes ago. One minute ago. I'm just looking at the responses. Uh, so that would be three thirty in the afternoon Central Time. So well, th- no, it'd be three thirty Eastern. So that was last hour, at the bottom of the hour. Uh, screenshot was from three thirty-two. I, I I need to get more strength on my Twitter account. Get one of those complicated paths that uh, spells out idea. something. Yeah. Really. All right. I'm done looking at him. It's enough. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Apparently, Brendan Leipzig's uh, brother has already been kicked off his youth team. I or saw. Not youth team. St- uh, his college right team, I believe. College, yeah, Jeremy Leipzig, 
brother of Brendan got booted off his hockey team today for taking part in the IG group chat that leaked yesterday. University of Manitoba Athletic Director Gene Muller has issued a statement to the Sun regarding the release of Lepsic's brother, Jeremy. Bison Sports is extremely disappointed to learn of the comments made by the group of prominent hockey players, including one of our own, who are involved in the private group chat that has merged online. We condemn any such remarks and attitudes as they are offensive, reprehensible, and absolutely have no place in sport or our programs. Leadership, respect, and integrity are the core values of our Bison Sports community, and as a result of the situation, we have taken the action to release the current student-athlete from the program. Actions have consequences. Digital Social media is not your friend. Everybody is watching all the time. Yeah, well, there you go. Mike DeCourcy tweets this hour, who warned the NCAA nearly two years ago that the case against Kansas would be met with forceful opposition from the Jayhawks themselves? Oh, yeah, I remember, he says, and then reprints the column he wrote two years ago. Kansas, which has uh, you know been hit with allegations, they are <laughs> they are not backing down. They're not like, we're Kansas, man. What are you doing? Us, Kentucky, Duke, we are college basketball. What we do, you should say thank you. You need us on that wall. You want us on Big Monday. You like us as a power. And that's why other programs hate Kansas so much, especially K-State. Craig Hodges is out spinning news about The Last Dance. This is great. Everyone associated with The Last Dance is catching stray bullets and shooting back themselves. Hodges is wondering if Michael Jordan kept him out of The Last Dance entirely. He told a Kobe Bryant story in an interview about when he was coaching in L.A. with Phil and the Lakers. And he said Kobe thought his Lakers would beat the 91 Bulls. Yeah, Hodge is conspicuously absent from the documentary. So far, he wasn't a huge part of the team, but still, there's like no incidentals on that. Apparently, this uh, weekend, we're going to find out in the next two episodes, uh, episodes numbers seven and eight, that Jordan would not let Horace Grant eat (laughs) after a bad game. Right. He would withhold his plane food. Steve Kerr has said he's not proud of the infamous scuffle he got in with Jordan in which he got punched in the face. In the face. In the face. Left him with a black eye. He said it's not something I'm proud of. It's something that happens from time to time on most teams during the season. Guys get into it during practice. It's just part of a high-level competition, but it's very, very strange to know everyone's hearing this story and talking about it, and then I'm going to be on camera talking about it. Michael is as well, and people are going to be examining this whole thing. It's like there's a reason camera crews generally aren't given that type of access. Now, I don't think there's any footage of the fight because that didn't happen in 98, but it just unearthed, but just unearthing it all and talking about it is not a lot of fun. Come on, Kerr. It's like two brothers getting in a fight. Relish it all these years later. You hit big shots to help win titles. It's all bygones. You're an NBA coach, coached a record-breaking team. Life is good, man. Just go with it. Don't get Did you see the whole Hodges thing, Zabe? And, and who knows at what point we're going to hear more about this. If you go to his Wikipedia page, 
it talks about how he had filed a $40 million lawsuit against the league claiming basically he was blackballed out because he associated with, at the time, the minister Farrakhan, and he was trying in his own yes. way to raise awareness, and people yes. were like, no, maybe you just couldn't play defense, you're a good three-point shooter. And Phil Jackson said at the time, I found it strange that not a single team called me to ask about him after Chicago waived him. Usually I get at least one call about a player who we've decided not to sign. And yeah, he couldn't play much defense, but a lot of guys in the league can't. But not as many can shoot from his range either. But he was done at age 32. And he competed in the NBA's three-point contest the following year. Without a team, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, they Under led the, him in a uh, three-point contest. flag, I think. Right. He was a man without a country. Oh, yeah. He was He was definitely run out of the league, just like Ray Rice was run out of the league. Some guys get blackballed from leagues, even still, people. You know that happens. Kaepernick as well. Uh, then there's this. Um, oh, wait. Um, yeah, okay. So the Kerr thing there. Uh, what else was popping this afternoon? I got a lot of little things just flying around here. Let me get a text in, 330-99, from the 414. Boy, that Mr. Snyder thing from Urban Meyer is weird. It reminds me of The Simpsons when Homer said wistfully, I wish I could just want somebody, uh, once someone wouldn't call me Mr. without following it with, you're making a fool of yourself. (laughs) I think that the line was, Mr. 414, is, I wish somebody would call me sir without preceding it with you're making a fool out of yourself sir mr snyder 740 did you see the earl earl thomas tweet going around zabe if not here you go earl thomas on april 7th of 2013 said i like to be challenged and under the gun all caps because as a competitor, it's important to me to respond and impact the situation in a positive way. We'll play the Earl Thomas video for you in just a second. But, uh, yeah, he said, uh, pray for, he said, I don't know why I have to talk about this, but pray for us. <laughs> no, it's nobody's business, but pray for us. <laughs> he also said, we all just, we're all just out here trying to live our best life. And sometimes it doesn't go as planned. All right, then. Uh, Details on the Tiger-Manning-Phil Brady match at the Medalist includes participants combining to donate $10 million. Very nice. So money comes, money goes. They're all in for two and a a half or what? I guess so. I I don't know if there's four guys. Yeah, I don't know if it's an an even split uh, four ways, but 10 mil between them, not too shabby. Or they're taking the money from Capital One and whatever Turner is paying to televise it. Right. And they're saying KPMG and Phil's Peeps and uh, and the TB12 method has donated. Sure. Unlike the whorish spectacle that was at Shadow Creek two years ago with the big of a million dollars for the winner, uh, it would be quite unseemly in this day and age to be taking that money. I mean, they'd say, what are you, Brett Favre or something? That's another story we haven't dug into too much, have we? Give the money Pretty back. embarrassing. Yep. Yeah. Half now, and then give me a little while to catch up with yeah, the rest. Why the payment plan? What is he, your man? <laughs> it's unacceptable if you ask me. Pay it the bleep back, Brett. Yeah. 
Also, the players will not use caddies during the event. They'll ride in their own carts. So, yeah, that's good. Maybe it'll go quicker. It's got to be a three-hour match maximum. Like, if this thing goes any longer, if I'm looking at guys plumb bobbing putts from both sides, no, no. We're here for a good time and a fun time. We're not here for a long time. At least, I don't think so. Another text message here, uh, 703, nice work with Myers, Abe. You got him to answer the questions we wanted to hear. And he may say yes to another interview in the future, which is always a risk with anything involving you at the mic. <laughs> like my question about what would you say to Alex if uh, he asked you? I, I want to come back, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. 240, can I follow the schedule release somewhere on my radio dial? Good question. It's going to leak well before 7 o'clock. It's actually, it's, well, yeah, there's going to be hits and misses all leaking. throughout the day. And then yeah. the teams will release it at 7.30, and then the TV shows will start at 8, which is interesting. But the teams are allowed to put it out there. Well, we want you listening here always. Uh, I would say check your phone. <laughs> it's going to be on your phone a lot quicker than anything else. As soon as it comes else. out, Team 980 on Twitter, Instagram, we'll have pictures up. You'll be able to grab it. Five seven one upon the breakdown, right? Five seven one upon the return of hockey. Does the captain Ovi order a code red for Leipzig? Oh, I don't think he'll be on the team by then. No, well, I mean, there's there's rules. There's how good is shut? He's not. He's a fourth liner who, as soon as uh, they traded for Kovalchuk, he was scratched like five out of the next seven games. But Samantha Pell of the Washington Post, Barry Svaluga wrote a column today, I guess, for tomorrow's paper. I have not read it yet. I'm trying to read it during the commercial breaks. Samantha Pell, who covers the caps for the Post, she tweets late today. Also important within this Svaluga column, Capitals were discussing this morning what to do with him. A conversation that involves all levels of the organization from ownership to players. That's a thing. Aside from... Coke and Molly and fat shaming and being a general knob, even if you thought it was a a DM to somebody on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Dude, these are teammates, wives, girlfriends, former and present. You got to get in front of them now. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it was heinous. I'm going to clean up and read you a sampling of what he said. Because what I find very frustrating in this day and age, out of sensitivity, is that you see, oh, my God, someone's in big trouble because of something you said. And then you go, what do you say? And they don't put it out there because it's insensitive. So you have to go hunting for it. And, you know, people have different levels of, yeah, it's bad, but, I mean, I thought it'd be worse. When you hear these, you're going to go, oh, my God, No. Now, does it raise beyond the level of just sort of drunken trash talk amongst friends in a back booth at a bar? Probably not. I hate to say it. We all like to think, be better, be more evolved, don't be such an ass about it. But that stuff happens amongst guys. It's way different, though, when it's on a digital platform and then screen capped and then you take it out for the whole world to see. And I'm telling you, there's some people very hurt by this, hurt and ashamed and devastated understandably Unfair. so innocent yep. people so and whoever grabbed it and leaked it the he- who would have that been by the way wasn't it sort of a private thing was it was yeah, his phone uh, hacked? Yeah. he he's right he said that the other guy i believe it was his friend who was hacked you know because there's 
there's more than several people. This guy, Roadwald, who was also part of the uh, Florida Panthers, you know, because the NHL came out, say, last night about 8 o'clock and said, this is unacceptable. All right. Quick break. You can text the show anytime you like, 330-99-ZABE. Hit us up on Twitter as well, at ZABE. Also, we're on in Richmond now, ESPN Richmond, 99.5 FM and 102.7 as well. Now back to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. I don't know about this, Scott. I think we're getting to a point of ridiculousness on some of these things related to coronavirus. Apparently, someone has permitted JetBlue Airlines to conduct a so-called nonstop gratitude flyover salute. I saw this last uh, last hour or two hours ago. And Tonight at 7 p.m., yeah, three JetBlue aircrafts will conduct a flyover over Manhattan, Queens, and the Bronx to salute frontline first responders and healthcare workers. The aircrafts will fly at approximately 2,000 feet, which is, of course, low. Please follow social distancing guidelines and viewing, if viewing in public. The hashtag clap because we care. To say this has gone over like a fart in an elevator for those who live in lockdown New York is an understatement of the highest magnitude. Every reaction I've seen to this is absolute scathing, searing anger. And yeah, the Jets have specially painted tail fins that honor the healthcare workers and the fire department and everything else. The poor citizens of Gotham have been locked down and kept in their cages for 58 days, 51 days. I'm not sure what the actual number is, but it feels like forever. And now they're talking about closing some parks in New York because too many people are going out. I mean, come on. Barstool Nate says, we live in a bizarre world where companies are using frontline workers and their struggles to promote their own brand and then slap a ridiculous hashtag on the end of it because, yeah, that's the true sign of gratitude. P.S. I swear if people really go outside to clap for an effing jet blue plane, I'm losing it. <laughs> I would agree with you on that. All right, Tom Brady's getting after it on Twitter. Uh, Peyton Manning's getting after it on Twitter. Scott, what do you got on that front? Uh, if you have the audio, it's more from the uh, the warm-up press conference for the match at the medalist, Zabe. And All right, Peyton here we go. I got just, it for you right Peyton, now. Peyton's riffing. Peyton is the king of the needle. He's funny. Tom is and, okay. Phil's pretty good. Tiger's a little stiff, but whatever. I mean, the course, you know, the tournament had to be in Florida. You know, after Tom's B&E arrest, uh, you know, with the ankle <laughs> monitor. He... B&E. He's like got law enforcement terms, breaking and entering. Great. Couldn't leave the state. Uh, so it had to be in Florida. Uh, Tiger and I talked to the sheriff in Tampa. He's going to be allowed to go to Palm Beach to play. Uh, I'll be honest, I've never played Tom very well on his home turf. And so maybe this is considered a neutral site. And I would have loved to have had this tournament in a place where they don't like Tom very much. Indianapolis, Denver, Boston, <laughs> after he just betrayed them and broke their hearts. So. <laughs> Peyton is savage. He's great. So good. It's the best. Palm Beach is the best we can probably do. Uh, Tiger's dying, by the way, right now. He's like, oh, my God. Look, I think the teams are fair. I think, uh, you know, Phil chose the right partner in Tom together. 
you know, they have 11 championships. Tiger and I have 17, the way I count it, right, Tiger? Yeah. Yeah, this is this has there the potential to be really good. The potential. I I reserve the ability to expect to be let down because I was so let down by the first one. Understood. But hopefully, hopefully this one will, will live up to what it possibly could be. Yeah, and Peyton, right. like you said, Dave, Peyton's good at this. What if we get farting tiger, farting immature tiger? Because tiger can be a, a, a backbreaker. I think they, they actually have a leg up. And then you got, you know, Eddie Haskell in his, uh, in his beer commercial and Brady. I think Tiger and Peyton get the edge. And while we're on golf and trash talk, this is some real-life trash talk. Apparently, Vijay Singh, who's eligible for the senior tour, he's 50. Well, he's 57. God, Vijay's old. But he's in good shape. Vijay Singh, 57 years old, is taking his talents to the Corn Ferry Tour. That's right. The 34-time PGA champion is going to tee it up on the PGA Tour's junior circuit on June 11th. He's eligible to do this because he's considered a life member of the PGA Tour, but it's because there's nothing else going on. He's bored, and he probably just wants some money. Well, Brady Schnell, a player on the Corn Ferry Tour, who is fighting his way to get to the big tour, 35 years old, so the clock is ticking on the Brady Schnells of the world in golf. Oh, you know? Schnell. <laughs> He's not too happy about it, and Brady Schnell took to Twitter to voice his displeasure, and boy, did he. He called VJ, quote, a true piece of trash, <laughs> quote, unquote, and said he was a, quote, turd. <laughs> Oh, hey apropos. at VJ, hey at VJ Singh Golf, you are a true piece of trash if you expect to play. If you accept money, ex, he spells accept E X C E P T. Man, come on, dude, spell check. You're a true piece of trash if you expect money playing in a corn ferry tour event, and I'll say it right to your face. After being flooded with replies, Schnell explained his reasoning for calling out Singh, saying in a tweet that he was, quote, just trying to protect the money and valuable points for every player on tour that needs them to move on up to the PGA Tour. He said there is no point for him playing. The 2018 Wichita Open winner, hey, how about that? Hey, how about that? <laughs> yeah, hey, how about that? Wasn't alone in criticizing Singh's decision, and he wasn't done calling him out either. In response to people going, yeah, but it's just one spot, Schnell had quite the reaction. Here's a tweet from uh, Ben at Big B Canada. Hi, Ben. (laughs) Boo-hoo. I hope he goes out and wins it. It's one spot, and he's done a lot for the game. This could even help promote the KFT, Corn Ferry Tour, and increase coverage. Schnell, quote, it's one spot? Do you know how much these points and money can do for a young kid? He's a complete turd for playing. He's got his money. He's got his career. Just wait another month and roll with your senior friends. Singh is not too active on social media, and as of the time of the post today, the big Fijian has yet to respond. If he does, we'll bring it to you. Man, it's been quite a day on the socials, huh? 
No kidding. Not not just uh, you know with the Earl Thomas thing, although that wasn't really social media, but uh, Giannis's account getting hacked. Giannis now this Leipzig yesterday. This sure. Yeah. It's Come not on, people. Anytime soon. Can't we all just get along? DMV Sports Desk with Scott Lynn coming up. Don't forget, you can listen to the show a variety of ways, including at your leisure by listening to it via podcast. Wherever podcasts are distributed, just search for The Steve Zabin Show and Team 980. Better yet, get the Team 980 app for your phone. It's free, and all the shows, including other shows on this fine station from all our hosts, are archived right there. Scotty has your update, bottom of the hour. The DMV Sports Desk on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. With the latest brought to you by ExpressPros.com. I'm Scott Lynn. Need to manage a changing workforce? It's time to get to know Express employment professionals. Visit ExpressPros.com to find over one of over 830 locations to help support your workforce needs. Starts off with the NFL. Schedule release is tonight. Skins having an online event. NBC Sports Washington's J.P. Finley citing a source says the Burgundy and Gold will open at home to Philadelphia week number one. Eagles have won six straight in that matchup. B. Mitch, Ron Rivera, Matthew McConaughey, Urban Meyer part of the online party. Coach Meyer expected to join the Zabe Show in seconds right here on the Team 980, 95.9 FM. Alex Smith's birthday today. Missed the awesome workout video. Check it out. I promise. To Team 980 on Instagram, and you can see it on our Facebook page. Baseball, ESPN reported last night that Major League Baseball hopes to get an offer for a return-to-play proposal to the Players Association within a week. Several hurdles to jump, of course. Approval would be needed from the local government all the way up to the White House. Capitals forward Brendan Leipzig with an apology after he made those quote-unquote misogynistic and reprehensible remarks in a private group chat on Instagram, which became public on social media last night. Athletic DC notes that Leipzig and GM Brian McClellan have already talked, and they will continue to discuss when the team gets back together, or perhaps sooner. Golf, Zabe just touched on it. Tiger, Phil, Manning, Brady all set. May 24th, the medalist. Woods will team with Peyton. Mickelson with Brady. 10 mil pledged by the participants for COVID-19 relief. They'll do a little best ball for nine holes, then modified alternate shot rest of the way you can see it on TBS and TNT. 3 o'clock on the 24th. DMV weather, 66 and sunny in Silver Spring. Clear skies near 50 tonight. Rain, low 60s and dropping for your Friday. Nobody's really sure what time it is these days. Make sure you're waking up with the Kevin Sheehan Show. 6 to 9 a.m., Doc and Galdi, 9 to noon. Be Mitch at noon. Zabe Show takes you home 3 to 7 on the Team 980-95.9 FM. More of the Steve Zabin Show on this Thursday. From the 95.9 FM Team 980 studios, Steve, back to you. All right, thank you, Scott. Uh, Healthnetics CBD, it's a premium brand I've been using for some time now. CBD has a lot of stuff swirling about it. Uh, some people are confused, of course, skeptical. I was all that stuff as well until I checked it out. And I now use it every day, little drops, uh, and I believe it's helped move the needle on my arthritis and so I can play golf more pain-free, and I love it. Healthnetics can be for you, but you got to try it first to see. Now, you might say, well, I don't want to waste the money if it doesn't do anything for me. That's why they have a 100% money-back guarantee. Nagging pains from your younger, more athletic days, sore after a round of golf or trip to the gym, Healthnetics could be the answer. It is all natural, made here in the USA, THC-free, and undergoes third-party lab testing. So check it out, healthnetics.com, 100% money-back guarantee, and 20% off for using promo code TEAM. That's T-E-A-M, 20% off, and there you 
go. Pass interference replay is dead. Thank God for that. I will not celebrate too loudly or do too much of a Snoopy dance. You know why? Because it never should have been born in the first place. But at least the league has acknowledged this was a giant error. That the notion of, well, we're just going to have it in case. There's an obvious situation where you've missed a huge penalty. As I said back then, and I was right, I'm going to say when I'm right because everyone reminds me when I'm wrong. I said back then, I said, there is no obvious. Obvious to one person is a two-hour argument on a bar stool for another guy. It's all shades of gray. You don't know. You can't say, well, clearly that was pass interference. And it bogged down the administration of that very key penalty in this game in every way, shape, and form. They had these standards of, well, we're not going to call it here, but we will call it there. And then it's got to be super-duper obvious for us to even initiate sort of a God replay where they just decide on their own, right, to go in there and start putting their fingers into it. And challenging it became a big deal as well. No. Bad idea, and it's not going to return. Competition Commission Committee Chairman Rich McKay said on Sirius XM NFL Radio that the rule to allow the league to use P.I. on replay was passed for one year only, and there is so little support for passing it for another year, it's not even coming to a vote. How about that? All right, with that said, our pleasure now to welcome on Urban Meyer, head coach, former head coach at Ohio State, national championship coach at both Florida and Ohio State, and the guy who coached Alex Smith in college at Utah. He'll be on tonight's coverage of the Redskins schedule release on NBC Sports Washington. Coach, thank you for joining us. How are you this afternoon? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Dwayne's first year here, how would you grade it, even though you weren't here for it, but just from afar, how would you grade it say A to F, if you were a teacher? I'd grade it as a B. I think, uh, you know, I, I did watch him. And I know he, he came in with the fact that he only had one year under his belt as a starter. It was a great year, one of the best years, mm-hmm. arguably, in college football history and certainly Ohio State history. But he, he took over a real, uh, you know, tough situation when you start having coaching transition in the middle of the year. A new coach comes in and just a different way of doing things. And because I was talking to him throughout, and I was talking to Terry McLaurin also many, many times throughout this because I care about those guys. Did you know, speaking of McLaurin, did you know all along that he was going to be the way he is? That he's been one of the most amazing bonus picks for a third round guy. I think everyone here has fallen in love with him. Yeah, he's the face of a franchise. He's the face of our our team. Our last year and a half, I think, our last two years, he's captain, two time captain. He was a guy that would often give our pregame speeches or at least you know halftime talk to the team. Uh, I call him the selfless leader. He's a guy that did, you know, he did the the tough stuff, you know, the the hard is what I call it. And that's you know running down on kickoffs and punt, uh, best blocker on the team, a tough guy. And uh, I knew I knew he had all that. I'll tell you, he's really, and then Washington did a good job using him. Um, uh, he really exceeded my expectations to a degree as far as uh, his performance on, you know, as a receiver. 
I always right. knew he had the speed. I knew he was tough. Uh, but he's a great player and a great person. All right. Back to uh, Dwayne for a second. Does Dwayne feel like, Coach, that he's got to win this job over a guy like Kyle Allen who knows Scott Turner's system? I think my experiences with NFL, my players went to the NFL, every year you have to win your position. And I think any other mindset's uh, not not going to help you. You know, you every it's a job. You are officially, and, and when you're in a, even a place like Ohio State, when you have someone, you know, he had Joe Burrow right there with him. And and uh, when JT Bear was there, he had Dwayne right behind him. So the way I've always looked at, you know, places like Ohio State and certainly the NFL, you better show up every year, not only every year, every game that you, you have to perform. And you're a professional athlete, a quarterback in the NFL. There's only so many of those guys around. Uh, I have not talked to Dwayne about this, but I would imagine that's his mindset because that's the kind of guy. Coach Urban Meyer joins us here on the Steve Zabin Show on a Thursday, Team 980, Team 980 app, 95.9 FM. Find Coach on Twitter, at Coach Urban Meyer. Coach, while we're picking through Ohio State, thoughts on Chase Young. What is this young man's ceiling? We haven't seen it yet, which is hard to imagine because he was the best player in college football, uh, most talented player in college football this year. And um, we we saw glimpses of it his freshman year. He was in a, a room just loaded with great players, and he didn't start. His second year he did start, but he had some ankle injuries that he battled for at least five, six weeks of the season. So we never really saw his potential unleashed. And then this year was, I mean, he stayed healthy. Uh, obviously, he's co- got coached by a great defense line coach and Larry Johnson. But as far as just pure physical skill set, I can't imagine one. And I'm trying, maybe Jadavian Clowney, I just, you know, I coached against him. Uh, but I just can't imagine a more talented guy as, as long as I can remember. In your post-coaching life, and obviously a lot of uh, Ohio State ties to the Burgundy and Gold, um, a- any desire to? Are you in some sort of an official capacity with the Redskins, aside from tonight's schedule release party? No, I've had great conversations with Mr. Snyder and, and uh, Coach Rivera and Kyle, and uh, I just think I'm really impressed with them. I'm really impressed with uh, – I know – uh, Mr. Snyder wants to win. I, I, I never, I met him a couple of times and never got to know him, but I spent some time with him a little bit and I walked away and said, man, not only is that guy a great person, he wants to win because sometimes you hear things about owners out there and, and maybe owners of franchises that aren't doing so well. Uh, I was really, really impressed and, and I could see and feel how bad he wanted to win, especially that being where he's from and, and his background there. So, uh, just nothing, but I, I'm not in a official capacity. I'm just uh, a friend of the program and, and hope our guys do well. Did you – well, I know you saw it, the Alex Smith documentary. Did anything that you saw in it when it finally aired shock you or surprise you? Yeah, my wife was in tears, you know, and we Alex like a son to us. Uh, I had – I don't want to say I had no idea, but he never told me to the degree of everything that happened. And he's, you know, we are close, but he's not one of those guys that just start telling his story all the time. He's a very humble uh, person. And watch, I, I talked to him right afterwards. I actually talked to his mom and dad because I was, I, I knew that it was bad. I never knew that it came down to a doctor saying we're in life-saving mode. And then after that, we're going to try to save his leg. I, I did not, I did not know that. 
Right. You know, he put out a video today, he turned 36, Coach, and he did some football. I have not watched you. I heard that, and it's hard to imagine. My, my guy from when he was, shoot, I think we got him when he was like 17 or 18 years old. He's now 36. But I'll tell I you, know. Washington fans and that organization, I, you know, cherish every moment you got with that guy. He's as yeah, good absolutely. as it You'll see it. It'll, it'll come across uh, your, your desk, so to speak, on, on social, and you'll see it. it. It looks pretty good. Now, if Alex gets to the point, where he's like, you know what, I want to try to play again, but I want to first call Urban Meyer to run it by him. What do you think you might tell him if he asked you that question? Well, you do a good job asking questions, man. That's a tough one. Uh, I'd tell him like I would my son. You know, I'd say, Alex, I'm, no one would ever tell you what to do, but you have priorities in your life. And he certainly know One thing about Alex, he knows his priorities. And I thought the uh, the show they put together, um, the the final clip was pretty cool. And he was running around with his kids in the backyard, mm-hmm. and his wife, his beautiful wife Elizabeth, how great she was. And those are his priorities. Those have always been his priorities. And I, if if everybody says you're good to go, and those priorities will not be hurt, go do it. However, if there's yeah. if that's not true, don't do it. Real quick, while we got you on the line, your thoughts on name, image, likeness for college athletes? I think that's it's going to be tough. I think you know it's, that that's going to happen. Uh, it's already happening, and everything's going to move forward. I can certainly understand it on both ends. I know being a football coach and the whole recruiting, because whenever you talk about college, it all this is not professional sports. The first thing you talk about is recruiting, and then there's a bunch of conversation in between. Then the last thing you talk about is recruiting because that's what it's all about. And I'm just trying to visualize that meeting with a 17-year-old high school senior, and you start talking about endorsement opportunities that this guy had. Can you help me with these? And a coach, you know, is a coach going to be put in position where he has to help a player find endorsement opportunities? And I just can't even fathom that. Uh, but it remains to be seen exactly how it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Brady in Tampa, he said, once upon a time, I'll retire when I suck. Is this the year Tom Brady finally sucks? <laughs> no. I just I, – No. I be like you Not this lot, year. A lot of people. I just I, – I can't visualize that. I can't visualize a Tom Brady, and, and I'm, I'm a huge fan. You know, I just – I think he's got really – I'm actually in Florida. They are so excited about him down here. And oh, yeah. I've been hearing more and more about the talent that surrounds him, especially the offensive skill positions. And now you got Gronk back. This is going to be really intriguing for uh, the Tampa Bay franchise. Former Ohio State head coach Urban Meyer, thank you for your time today. You'll be on tonight on NBC Sports Washington for the Redskins schedule release show between 7 and 8 p.m. We appreciate it, Coach. We'll hopefully talk again. You bet. Thank you. There you go. Urban Meyer on a variety of topics all right well there you go good overview on a lot of different things did did you read all of uh Dwayne's piece on redskins.com yes sir yes i did what'd you like about it what did you i don't want to say not like about it but just what struck you about it uh, nothing particular? nothing struck me negatively. And again, not being a fanboy for the organization, I thought it was nice. Um, I liked the fact that he seemed like he was growing 
And it, you know, now in, in, in retrospect, Zabe, it's, it's time for something like this. You know, I was talking about it with B. Mitch, and B. said, you know what, I'm all for these pieces. He should write one in three years about when he was a rookie. You know, looking back, I would have done this differently or what have you. I like the part when he's talking about the Giants game. He's like, yeah, I knew when I got to my phone it was going to be pretty bad. And it was pretty bad. But, he, you know, he, he changed. I my phone. Yeah. yeah, he he changed, and and that's all you can hope for is growth. Yeah. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little bit about MLBs. Uh, I guess not planned yet, but they are going to present a plan to the Players Association on the way they can get this season stood up and running. Sometime it looks like they hope just before July Fourth weekend, which would be fantastic. And they're apparently abandoning all hope of Biodome, which I'm a little bit torn on, Scott. Part of me says, ridiculous idea, never going to work. The other part of me says, I kind of like to see it, sort of. That's next. You're listening to the Steve Zabin Show right here on the Team 980. Now, it's the news that matters to Zabe. Step right up, step right up. Oh, it's the subject matter I'm sure you're familiar with. Whether it matters to you or not. All that matters is this, this is the Daily Zane. Brace yourselves, America, for some potential mind-blowing news. On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Daily Zane brought to you by Healthnetics. Get your Healthnetics CBD. It's a premium brand made here in the U.S. It's all natural. Undergoes rigorous third-party lab testing to ensure quality and purity. And the lab results are right on the package. Aches and pains could help you out. Same thing for anxiety and sleeplessness. You won't know until you give it a try. 100% money-back guarantee. 20% off if you use promo code TEAM. That's promo code T-E-A-M for 20% off. We start Dateline, South Carolina. This one's going into the record books. Woman killed after trying to pet alligator during client's nail salon visit. A woman who was visiting a client for an in-home nail appointment during lockdown in South Carolina was attacked and likely killed by a gator. This on the uh, very posh Kiowa Island area. You've been to Kiowa, right, Scott? I've been to Hilton Head and Charleston. I have not been to Kiowa yet. At one point, I would love to visit. Dude, there is some sick houses in Kiowa. So what happened was this. 58-year-old Cynthia Covert uh, was there, and according to reports, uh, she had a glass of wine, and she was doing the nails of her client, and then she sees this alligator, and she says uh, she wants to go over and pet it. Uh, the, the client said she screamed at her nail salon person, or whatever they call it, nail manicurist. manicurist. Sure. Screamed at Ms. Covert, saying, don't do that. Get away from it. The homeowner said that the alligator had grabbed a deer from the very spot she was in, to which Ms. Covert said, I don't look like a deer. She then tried to touch the animal. It grabbed her by the leg and started to pull her into the water. Howell's husband William told police he heard his wife yelling, went to the porch, ran down the steps as the gator lunged at Covert. The man said he and a neighbor threw a rope to Covert. She grabbed it while standing in waist-deep water. 
She then said in a very calm voice, well, I guess I won't do this again. It was at that point the alligator then started to roll and Covert lost her grip on the rope and she was taken underwater and drowned. Just let Thanks. that one soak in. Thanks. Thanks for that. I mean, Not are a you covert kidding? operation? <laughs> and she did it. I don't know if it was an illegal nail appointment, according to South Carolina. I think South Carolina is fairly open right now, but still, oh my God, what are you doing? Too many episodes of, you know, the old um, Steve Irwin. Steve sure. Irwin, sure. Jeff Corwin, sure. All of the what above. Was Steve Irwin's show again? Crocodile Dundee? No. The, the Crocodile, uh, uh, yes. Um, crocodile uh, Hunter? How come yeah, you can't yes. remember it? Yeah, the Crocodile Hunter. No one yeah. Was it really? That was okay. him. He was the Crocodile Hunter. Sure. Looks like the Raiders going to open up their home schedule on Monday night, September 21st. That would be week two. Las Vegas Review-Journal reporting the Raiders will host the Saints in their first home game in that gleaming Allegiant Stadium. Wow. Good looking at That's pretty cool if it indeed happens. Dateline weather, a potential historic May snowstorm may hit the East Coast. We're only going to get nicked here in the DMV, but in New England, they could get a serious snowfall. Ranges include a dusting to six to eight inches in some spots. Some isolated areas in extreme northern New England could see up to a foot. It is all the way deep into May, and this is what we are talking about. Kim Jong-un impersonator says dictator too fat to find body double in North Korea. (laughs) Body double? Fat chance, writes Reuters. A famous Kim Jong-un impersonator says there's no way the North Korean leader could find a convincing lookalike in the food-starved nation because he's simply too obese. He's not just chubby. He's really fat. Where are you going to find a fat person in North Korea, said the Hong Kong-based performer who goes by Howard X. To feed them both, the bill will be through the roof, he says. The full-time impersonator who's in his early 40s says he maintains a pudgy physique through a strict regimen of not exercising and eating a lot of quality steaks, but he still weighs about 50 pounds less than the tubby tyrant. Uh. He says he doesn't buy the wild theory that a body double for Kim appeared in a recent event in order to hide the fact that the Supreme Leader is in fact dying. He believes that footage from that emerged from years ago that purports to show the dictator's hired doppelganger is actually bogus. Another story apparently said that uh, he faked his own death to try to expose traitors within his inner circle. So in other words, pretend like you're dead, mm-hmm. see who starts making sharp moves to say, all right, I'm in charge here. And then or as I like back. to say, see who, yeah, see who decides to pull an Alexander Haig and then uh, go from there. Very cool story about uh, Kim, Jong- Kim Jong-Kelliendo. Yeah. And then there's this. 
Florida Gator's license plate led cops to alleged meat thief. A meat thief. And it was because of a Florida Gator's novelty license plate. They found a veritable ocean's worth of stolen seafood in his trunk. Steaks, tuna, crab, gator tail, and more. Got him! Got him! Talk to our guy Roger Bennett from Men in Blazers. What's going on with the Premier League? Bundesliga is starting up. France has quit. How about Syria? Ah, we'll get our update from the Men in Blazers, and they talk all sports as well. Coming up next.